Hey there, I'm Danielle Ackeson, and this is the Silver Lining Live podcast. Everyone has a story to tell. I believe something can be learned from every situation. The Silver Lining Life gives everyone a voice. Real life people and experts share their life. They share how they've overcome tragedy, their victories, and their defining moments. So why is this important? Because it's easy to look at a person and think it's been so easy, quick, or perfect for them. But that is so far from reality. There is work, struggle, and heartbreak. As we will learn, a silver lining life isn't a perfect life. It's about enjoying the life you've been given and even those hard times. So sit back and get ready. It's going to be a fun ride. Everyone get excited. The Georgina Durkin is back again for um, another episode of the Silver Lining Life podcast. And I couldn't be more excited or more honored that we get to have this conversation. Um, as many of you know, I have the group, The Silver Lining Mamas. I am so incredibly passionate about moms feeling supported and uh, not hating life and <laughs> embracing all that is around them. And this lady right here has the tools and the knowledge and the experience to kind of help us get there to be the best moms that we're meant to be. So I am so excited for Georgina to, for Georgina to be here. So welcome, Georgina. Hi, I can't believe I'm back. I mean, this is just so divinely timed, just as we were talking about that this all worked, that we got to be here today. And I am just, again, honored and blessed to be able to share what's coming through, what we've been talking about, what I just feel is so important right now. And it's what so many of my clients have been asking for so long, but it's just... The timing is right for me as a mom. The timing is right to share. Um, it's all about divine timing. Even the timing of this, us having this um, <laughs> conversation is so divinely timed. So I really hope that what we talk about today really, 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 really helps to support the moms listening to this, even moms of, you know, fur babies and moms of where your work is your baby. And I want to like, you know, say that at the beginning, like there's many yes. definitions of motherhood. And we talked about this. It's like your, your work can be your baby in this world. Your, your, your pets, your, you know, you could be just a nurturer and a giver. And I hope that this conversation helps and supports you so that you can enjoy those roles or those parts in life and, and um, we can enjoy them more. Yes. I love that. So um, Georgina, I was hoping that today you would kind of share your journey to motherhood um, with, with everyone listening. So tell okay. us your story. Okay. So everything about being a mom and becoming a mom challenged me in every way. So to getting pregnant to, to um, you know, it didn't happen. I, I, we got married in 2009, myself, my husband, John, and we got pregnant very quickly, actually, within about six months. And we miscarried at 13 weeks. We just told everybody at the 12 weeks and then miscarried. And I always had this trust and faith that I will be a mom and it will be fine. Um, and then we moved to Vancouver pretty soon after that and from Ireland. And uh, I didn't really think about it. I just thought it will happen. It will happen. And it wasn't happening. Then it was maybe about a year and a half. I was like, mm, maybe I should just have a look into this and see what's going on. So I went to, you know, different acupuncturists, different things, and then went to the conventional sort of tech, get tested. And they were saying, you, you probably won't have kids. Your hormones are just like menopausal 
Like, and I've, oh my always gosh. Known, I've always known I'm like an older, wiser woman, like as in old, wise, <laughs> kind of healer woman. But I was like, oh, my hormones are telling me I'm really like old and wise. So um, I, <laughs> but I still, I still thought, no, 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 it, it will happen. But long story short, it's like many, many clinics, many, many treatments. And of course, as a healer, everyone said, well, surely you can like manifest this without having to go down the like medical route. And I, I went and tried many different things and healed many different parts because I healed um, my relationship with my mother and all this old generational stuff that can be emotionally blocking um, pregnancy. And I did that, but I also needed the support and the help for the medical world. So sometimes, you know, when we pray to the universe and pray to God or source or whatever you connect to that, you know, please help me get pregnant or please help me be, we can't, you know, then say, well, I only want the help to come packaged like this. It's like, we have to then trust that we receive the help in the way that feels right at the time. And it may be in the form of an acupuncturist. It may be in the form of, I need to break through this fear of maybe taking this medicine because this is the way I need it right now. And and also just in a point in that, taking all the hormones and everything, I changed the energy of them. So I held them on my hand before every injection, before everything. And I gave thanks and I changed the energy and I infused it with love and light. So we are stronger than any, our energy and intention goes into everything. So you can change the energy of it too, just by being so grateful that I live in a time where I get to receive this medicine Mm -hmm. and that I have the support available to me where 20, 30 years ago, I would just have been told you can't have kids. That's it. So our kids know when they're coming and how they're coming in what way. And every aspect of also the fertility journey um, challenged me to really think about consciously choosing these children and to invite their spirit in and to question how I want to mom. Do I want to be a mom? Why I want to be a mom? You know, as we've talked about many times, it's the why, like getting really clear on, well, why do you want this? Are you just programmed that this is what you're supposed to do when you get married? Or do you really want these children or this child? And so really consciously choosing it every step of the way and being really clear on why I was going through the fertility and why I wanted this child and why or children. Um, And so that prepared me for motherhood in a way that I couldn't possibly have been prepared for any other way. And so I give thanks for that fertility treatment journey because, because it did prepare me for consciously parenting and choosing and always being clear on the intentions and knowing and trusting that these children chose me as their mom and reminding myself of that when I think I'm failing them miserably, <laughs> which happens regularly where I think, oh my God, I'm getting it so wrong. I'm not making them happy. I'm not doing what they, and then I remind myself they chose me. And I chose them very, very consciously because we had to go to the ends of the earth to bring them into mm-hmm. And eventually, anyway, after our, we, us saying, okay, this is our last um, try and we're just going to put all our energy into this and then let it go and surrender it. And if it's, if it's meant to be, it'll happen. And it happened and then we're twins. So I don't know. Hello. Hello. And so, and, but, the, but, you know, before I did that, I really had surrendered and let go. It was the last treatment. Um, I put up pictures of boy and girl twins on my vision board with their names written on them. I used everything that I've taught people for so many years. I said, right, this is where I need to practice everything that I'm preaching. And, um, and I let go. 
And that was the greatest for my, and, and that's the thing I remember when I'm mothering now is to let go and sur- trust and surrender like I did trying to get pregnant. So the, the, the journey to, to being a mom, I think, doesn't start the day you give birth. It's beforehand. It's consciously choosing you want to be pregnant. It's, it's going through the pregnancy. It's all the emotions, all the letting go, all the surrendering, all the unknowns, all the things you can't control. Mm-hmm. That's all preparing you for motherhood. But we just don't talk about motherhood using that type of language. It's all like, have you got the, the bath and the type of seat and the like, instead of, you know, okay, those things are important, but like, have you practiced maybe, do you have a practice around letting go and trusting and surrendering when you can't control this baby and you can't control when they're going to wake and you can't control, what do you have to cope with that? Like, yeah. Who, who gives you those like on your checklist of things before you go into like the hospital or whatever? Okay. Do you have the like car seat? Do you have this like, but have you maybe like got any support around, you know, letting go of control and how it's going to feel really emotionally, you know, how the fears yeah. and the worries and the guilt and the shame and the like, do you have any support around that? Who, whoever mm-hmm. checks in with that. So, so I know my pregnancy journey um, really pushed me to, 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 to go through those and really research a lot and learn a lot of, um, I had those spiritual practices, but going even deeper with them. And I knew that there would come a day when I would be ready to then teach those and pass those on. And it is now when my twins are four, uh, I wasn't ready in the first three years because I mm-hmm. was in the first three years. And, uh, you know, it's all about them really. And, and you, you have to go through something to then kind of turn it into wisdom and to really process what you've learned. And I'm still learning on a daily basis, but you know, you have to, you can't teach something straight away. You kind of have to, to really process it, let it sink in. So now I'm ready to share. Um, and I hope in my sharing, just like anything else I share, my story is not just to share my story. Uh, when I share about, you know, what I went through um, 20 years ago and people can listen to my podcast and all that. It's, I don't share just for the sake of sharing. I share for the sake of educating or inspiring or impacting someone and helping someone. So I'm only now ready to share my experiences in motherhood of the four short, you know, people that are doing it a lot longer than me, but I, I can share what has helped me and what continues to help me and what helps my clients and hope in that sharing it brings us together as moms and we start having the conversations that I know so many of you so many we want to have so that we mm-hmm. can let go of so much of the shame and guilt and fear and worry and actually just start enjoying the moments without feeling this pressure that is so unspoken yeah so there yeah and it does I mean block it's us enjoying it does. Yeah. The, so. the constant mom guilt and the constant yeah. like shame of like, I don't think I did that right. And mm-hmm. like this morning I snapped mm-hmm. it at my oldest son. I can't even remember now what it was. And he just looked at me like, are you kidding me? And it was like, I was wrong. And then I like, I sat with him for so long. Cause I was like, I shouldn't. And then finally I was like, buddy, just like you, mommy's human. I'm sorry. I should not have snapped at you. That was inappropriate. And I had to like stop myself and say, but you, <laughs> but you just really did something wrong. You just really pushed yeah, my buttons. You just really pushed my buttons, you know? And it's, it's, like, it's, it's those, it's those, and they're every day occurrences. Yeah. And people look at me like, oh, you're an intuitive therapist. Like you're a healer. You must never lose your cool. I'm like, cause you're so chilled and connected to the spirit. I'm like, really? 
Come spend a day in my house. I have four-year-old twins. They are designed, they're here to push my buttons because yeah. they're here to show me what I need to work on. They're here to show me, you know, my fears. They're here to teach me. They're here, here to bring me to an even greater space of love within me. But in order to do that, I have to see what's blocking me, what's, yeah. what's, what's stressing me out. And can I let that go? And can I surrender? And so much of it for women is guilt and shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that you said that because, you know, we, we talk a lot in this society about comparison and, you know, we need to stay in our own lane. And I feel like as soon as you become a mom or even like are thinking about it, you're constantly looking like, oh, that mom, she looks mm-hmm. like she's really got it together. Mm-hmm. Like we have no idea what she's doing behind, you know, their closed door at home. And we need to stop for one, but it's so hard. And so like you sharing that, like, you know, I am this intuitive healer and I am this therapist, but I still like get my buttons pushed. And I still have those moments of like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I have those moments on a daily basis. Well, look at, look at it. And, and it really struck me as this is really, really important to have these conversations because, because when people look at like parenting coaches or read the parenting books or listen to things or, or, or even talk to me, clients of mine think, Oh, you know, surely you don't ever, you know, lose your, I said, we are all human beings. And that is first Mm -hmm. and foremost. And moms need to stop this pressure thing because it is taking away so much of, as I said, the daily moments that we know we want to be present for. We know they're precious. We know we want to enjoy them, but we, something blocks us being able to to, to really let go and enjoy it because we're probably thinking, did I do that right? Should I have done that? Are they going to be thinking, are my kids going to be kind of traumatized by that? Are they going to be, you know, cross? Did I put fear in them? Did I, was I present enough? Did they feel they were listened to? We're constantly analyzing and critiquing our mothering yeah, and then, and then comparing it and then mm-hmm. comparing it, where is there, where could we possibly enjoy? Where, where, where could we enjoy the moments that then years later we, we regret because years have gone and we think I didn't even fully really enjoy it because I was just so yeah. busy giving out to myself and being hard on myself and comparing myself. And every child is so unique. Every mother is so unique, but remembering for me, the greatest thing to remember for me is, uh, my children chose me, mm-hmm. chose me for exactly the faults that I have, the shadow parts that I have, the fears mm-hmm. that I have, and the wisdom and love and the heart. They chose me for all of it, not just the good bits that I have through my weaknesses, through my fault, the teaching to give to them. That when yeah. it gets pressed, it's how I learn through it with them that they will learn. So how we heal together and how we learn together, that's how they will learn. But, you know, it, it, it is conscious. It is consciously showing up every day. And that's, that's something we need to be taught. That is not something that we naturally have. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've grown up in a world where we're very programmed by, you know, what we're told to be, how we're told to be, what works expected of us as women, as mothers, what society expects us, what the media is programming us to look like, be like, sound like. So we are, we, we don't really realize we have this ability to consciously choose what feels right for us. We don't have confidence in that. We don't have yeah. 
honestly, and I, and I, and I really believe that's a learned skill. I believe that we can, we have to learn that. That is not something that is taught to us and, and we need to have support around that as we're, as we're learning it, because we don't trust our own knowing. We don't trust our intuition. We don't trust ourselves as mothers. We, we all question it. We, we go to an external source to source to validate that. So you know, am I right? Uh, uh, but who do you go to? You know, everyone's going to yeah. give you a different opinion because their mm-hmm. children need different things. Or so what I really feel will bring so much more enjoyment and presence and connectedness. And that's the thing we're all craving is really feeling connected to our kids, to our loved ones, to life, to just feeling more connected authentically and truthfully. What's going to bring that is having authentic, true conversations, but also yeah trusting our own truth as a mom because once we do that we can relax because we don't have such fear around everyday decisions like should Mm -hmm. i do this should i give them this should i go there should i do that we're questioning everything so much because well what do they do and what's the right thing to do and what would be expected of me to do versus what feels right and i trust that totally so i don't even have to worry about it it's i trust it but that's a learning. You have to learn how to trust that part of you. And you need like-minded mothers, women to talk to about it as you're learning to trust it. So you, you really yeah. crazy. Um, but conscious, uh, I just believe if we're not consciously mothering, we're mothering out of fear. Mm-hmm. And then that teaches your, your kids to fear, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you, inevitably put your fears on them not intentionally Mm -hmm. but it's just you know they can feel the energy when you're stressed and worried and anxious yeah they they feel that you're not fully present because your mind is thinking things at a million miles an hour they know you're thinking as like you you know you're reading the story but your head is like somewhere else because you're like oh yeah and and they I know they feel it I'm like reading this Mm -hmm. I am reading this but I've read the whole book but I couldn't tell you what the story is yeah you know that that and then I go wow like where is my mind it's just Mm -hmm. and there are times when we do have to think about okay what what do I have to cook after this and you know there's things that have to get done and we can't be fully present all the time to our kids when they want us all the time you know that's Mm -hmm. that's also but it's the way we say it is in you know mommy has to do this right now, but I will come to you, but I come to you in two minutes and explaining to them rather than always being in reactionary mode. And we're always in reactionary mode if we're afraid and anxious, Mm -hmm. nervous and worried about what we're doing. Yeah. So how can we kind of shift to that? Like, instead of being reactionary, like how do we shift that? Okay. So and this is I feel like that was a loaded question. Yeah, no, no, it's everything's <laughs> a loaded question. These conversations. <laughs> oh, I know. So it's 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 and you know, I am please, I am not sitting here going, I'm super mom and I get everything right, but I am gonna share what what works for me and when I do it, I feel connected to my soul, to my intuition, grounded, more peaceful, more loving, more present. And I don't know a mom that doesn't want to feel those things. Um, mm-hmm. and so to me, it has, is it, is, it's having daily rituals and practices that ground you in firstly, put your oxygen mask on first, and then you are like breathing. And once you're mm-hmm. breathing, you are relaxed. 
And like, we all go back to the breath when we're in a yoga class, when we're trying to relax, breathe. Well, you need to breathe first. So you need to do practices and rituals every day that help you breathe. And I don't mean literally breathing, which is a good practice to do, but things that open you that you're relaxed and breathing. So what is that for you? So it could be, and it could be three minutes of breathing. And I mean three minutes. So what I, I find is the morning is really important for moms mm -hmm. because once the day starts, everyone else's needs will come above your own instinctively, mm -hmm. instinctively for the most part. So trying to carve out time for you is going to be tricky. Um, but the morning, if you can get up, set your intention, you know, ask the universe for help. Firstly, as a mom, we need more help. We need more support, 100%. Um, so ask God, source, universe, angels, whatever you connect with, help me today to be present, to be grounded, to be calm, to trust myself, to be the mom that I want to be, the mom that my children need me to be today. So I will say- oh, that's powerful. That. So yeah, putting out that intention as this is my intention. I am always striving for this. This is where my, I'm putting energy in this. This is where I want the energy to go to today. Mm -hmm. Then I'll get up and I do a simple, I'll do my prayers and gratitude. I list off everything I'm grateful for because gratitude is another ritual that can take you one minute. But when you wake up tired, cause you may not have slept that night, just try and find five to 10 things to be grateful for. You will shift the energy so quickly because we yeah. are vibration, we are energy. You've got to shift that. Because if you go in thinking, I'm so tired, I'm never going to get through this day. I'm going to be so cranky. I'm putting all the energy into that. I will see that mm -hmm. throughout the day. Whereas I'm starting off going, asking for help. And that's the hardest thing for a mom. So if you can start the day asking for help, it's going to make mm -hmm. it much more likely that you will receive and ask the help, ask for more help during the day and then open up to receive it because you've asked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So asking the universe for help help me be the mom I need to be today. Help me to be the mom I want to be. Help me the, to be the mom that my kids need me to be, you know, setting an intention like that. Then a minute of gratitude. Mm -hmm. of, I'm grateful that I even got an hour of sleep. Yeah. For me, some nights that was it. Twins. Mm -hmm. things. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, I'm grateful for an hour of sleep. I'm grateful that I could feed them. I'm grateful mm -hmm. that milk came through my boob. Like, I mean, I would be great. They would be things in those early days that I was grateful that milk came through, that, yeah. that I got an hour of sleep, that they are healthy, that they are okay, that we're okay today, that we have food. And it could be that. So, and then within a minute, I would feel something shift. Mm -hmm. uh, then I get up, I put my two feet on the ground and I stretch with my arms overhead and I I think I've shared this. I think I, I don't know if I shared this in the last podcast. Apologies if I do, but this is, these are the things that keep me as grounded and as calm and as out as responsive versus as reactive. Mm -hmm. And it's calling in all my name. Like I am Georgina, my middle name, my maiden name, my married name. You know, I say, I am my heart. I am love. And mm -hmm you know, even that stretch while stretching up and kind of stretching up with your arms up is very powerful. Kind of you're, you're opening up to the universe. You're opening up to help. Um, you're also grounding your body into the earth. So it's just, these are grounding centering practices that take mm -hmm. 10 seconds, yeah. um, 30 seconds, a minute, but can make a massive difference in your day. Um, and then what I'll do is, is go downstairs and I, I do my meditation and I, 
these ideally, you know, some mornings, especially when they were much younger, you, you know, it may not have happened. They may have woke, they may have not. But if I can get three minutes of just silent breathing, and what I love to do is, because I think the words let go are the most powerful ones you can have as a mom. Mm-hmm. Let go, let go, let go. Trust, trust myself, trust these children, trust that some things I just need to let go of that are they important? Are they not really deciding? What can I let go of? Does it matter if there's a mass here or does it not? I just think let go or two words that you'll carry through your day can really, really help. So yeah. I do just breathing for three minutes. And when I breathe in, I say let, and when I breathe out, I say go in my mind. Mm-hmm. And three minutes of that, boom. And there's various times during the day I need to breathe even for 30 seconds and keep it being. <laughs> Let go, let go, let go. And this is not just with your kids. It's with your partner too, for sure. Because yeah. that's, let's talk about parenting with partners on another one. But like, that's a whole other, that's a whole other. Moms need support from other moms because dad's mm-hmm. energy is very different. And mm-hmm. dad's parent differently, rightly so. Or the other partner, whoever's parenting, whoever you're co-parenting with. But, you know, we need different parenting styles, but that can be challenging yeah. too as moms. So I really, again, feel that moms who are trying to parent in a more soulful, conscious, loving, present way do need to come together and support each other because, you know, your partner will probably parent differently and maybe not Mm -hmm. see the way you're doing it, but that might not feel aligned with them. Yeah. And so this is about trusting what feels right for you and being confident in that, but also knowing that other people will parent differently, other moms our mm-hmm. partners and that may way, way may be right too. Mm-hmm. That, that makes we, sense. That we can both be right. We can all be right as moms because our children are our children for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, your way. And I know before I had kids, whoa, the judgment, I would never do that as a mom. I would never, I would, I definitely wouldn't do that. I don't think I'd do that. I don't think I'd ever do that. <laughs> and how here we you are, know, here we are. <laughs> and your children come along with their set of needs that you couldn't have understood or known about until they were born. And right. they may have needed the thing that you said you'd never do. Like, right. So it's letting go of judgments. It's letting go of, you know, it's trying to be more in the day, in the moment, because mm-hmm. your children are changing at a rapid pace. We're changing at a rapid pace. And what was right for us last month may not be right for us this month. And mm-hmm. I know you listen to Karen Kenny, who I love her podcast yeah. too. And I think she just did one for anyone that doesn't listen to it. She just did one on like reserving the right to like, change your mind kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, if you are a person that's really wanting to, to be more, you know, connected to your soul and your intuition and your truth, you have to allow yourself to change your mind because the energy changes, we change, we're growing, we're learning and we're evolving all the time as moms and our children are also. And so what was right last month may not be right. And we need to be open to being allowed to change your mind and not say, yeah, well, I never, I said, I'd never do that. So I'm terrible that I'm doing this now. This is awful. Like, well, no, maybe that's absolutely perfectly right today, but it may be different tomorrow. Right. Yeah. I I read on um, Instagram earlier today and it was like a little sign in a school and it was like the um, only perfect parents are those who aren't parents. (laughs) (laughs) Because of course you have it all figured out, you know exactly how it's going to go. There will never be any candy. There will never be this. There will, you know, like they're never seeing a screen ever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we, oh, all wait. Had, we all had those like perfect, I'm going to be the perfect. 
And I really, I really, something that I, again, have to remind myself, the two words, let go and Mm -hmm. connection versus perfection. Yeah. Yeah. All our children want is connection to us. Mm -hmm. They want to be connected to us. Do you hear me? Do you see me? Do I hear you? Do I see you? All any of us want truly. And the thing that we are most starved of and the thing we are most craving and the thing that people feel like something's missing in their life. I guarantee when you scrape below it's connection, they're Mm -hmm. feeling, they're feeling disconnected from their partner, from their children, from life, feeling like they're watching life, looking in from the outside, looking, you know, looking in, but not really feeling connected to it, not connected to their work, not connected to their colleagues, to just feeling like they're just there, but not really connected because they're probably not having conversations that are really what they truthfully feel or want to say, or, you know, Mm -hmm. feeling listened to. And so or disconnected because we're constantly, you know, not present when we're, ha- when we're with people. And it's about connection versus perfection. And we're always, even when we're with people that we love, trying to be perfect, that we're not actually really connecting to them because we're, we're trying to come up with the perfect answer as they're talking to us so that we seem perfect to, to them. And, you know, our kids are there and we're trying to like, but this doesn't look the way I wanted it to look. I, I wanted you to do the picture and we were going to have this time and it was going to look mm-hmm. like this. And, you know, we're constantly trying to be perfect that we're actually not even connecting or being present because our minds are analyzing everything we're doing or that our kids are doing. No, mm-hmm. this isn't the, no, 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 no. Like baking scones during the week. I was like, <laughs> no, we're not supposed to put the flour all over here. Can you just keep it in the bowl? No, it's, this does not look right. The digger shape scone is not per. And I was have to take a breath and remind myself, this is actually not about baking the scones. This is just about yeah. connecting in this moment to this activity, it doesn't have to look perfect. The and they turned mind, out great. They really didn't, but that's okay. <laughs> like, you know what? It's like, it wasn't, about, it wasn't about them turning out perfectly. It was about to us connecting and having those moments that we'd laugh about on a podcast that I think mm-hmm. I've about. But, but it's, it's reminding myself of connection versus perfection. Let go, breathe. These are words, mantras that moms need. Who teaches us this when we're pregnant or when we're like, nobody, we need to have Mm -hmm. these kind of conversations because these are the things that really help you. Not the fancy cars. Like, okay, it's good to have a good car seat. I'm going to say that, but like not the (laughs) fancy bath thing. Mm -hmm. That doesn't really actually help you. Right. Not at all. (laughs) What helps you when your kids are driving you mad and you go into the utility room and close the door and breathe, give me something in that moment that's going to help me and it's not going to be the fancy toy. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, where do we have these conversations? Like we Mm -hmm. need to be having these conversations. We need to be, you know, sharing the things that really help in those moments when, and, but who wants to talk about having those moments? That's the first step. Like who wants to talk about, I, locked myself in the utility room and cried for two minutes. Then I came out feeling like a crappy mom. And then I gave out to them. And then I snapped at my part. Who's saying and sharing those things? Cause we don't want to appear like we're not having it all together. We're not perfect. And we're harming our kids in some way and like making them have issues 20 years later. It's like, who's talking about, we need to have these kind of conversations. And then we need to share the things in those moments, the simple things 
because going and saying I'm going to meditate for 20 minutes is not realistic when you have kids pulling at your yes. legs. Yes. Two kids shouting at the same time and, you know, you're trying to cook the dinner and then they don't eat the dinner and then, you know, <laughs> they throw the food at your face and then, yeah. you know, they look at you and do the opposite to what you've just asked them to do. And you, all those moments that challenge yeah. you in such a deep way and you feel like you're failing because your kid is rude and you think, my kid is rude. How am I parenting so badly that my kid is rude? All yeah. those kind of conversations that nobody wants to share because- mm -hmm. They don't want someone to think their kid is not a nice kid or their parenting style is terrible or they're failing or they're not coping or they're weak or all these things. Then if we don't share those bits first, we can't mm -hmm. have the conversations about what could help you. Right. And, and I love that you're saying that too, because I've been, I've been in other things and they're like, well, you just make the time. You make the time and you meditate for 30 minutes. And it's like, there is not 30 minutes to do this. There is not time. Like, okay. I'm sorry, come to my home and you find me 30 minutes in this. Yeah. And so I love that you're like, it doesn't have to be this huge bucket of time. It is just these little, little pockets and here are some tools. So we could clearly have this conversation for like nine hours, yeah. <laughs> but then finding but I, nine hours would be the challenge. Not going to. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go to my last two questions. Yes. So one, um, if someone is at the beginning of your journey, what is your encouragement and what is your advice? Okay. So first thing is find a like-minded soul that you can connect with and and because if you're learning and starting like anything learning a new language learning a new skill in any way you would read books or go to a class and have a teacher or have someone that can you can check in with and go am i crazy am i saying it right am i doing it right am i you know is this is this is this just help what could you recommend so it doesn't have to be a teacher but it could be like someone that's just on a similar or further on in their journey that can help or maybe give you support tools or guides or books or so they mm -hmm. can be on an online person or, or someone, you know, locally that you just think, I really get their energy. I'd love to meet up and just have a coffee with them regularly and just chat mm -hmm. about this stuff um, yeah. or, or find a book, but find some support um, or just do some basic, simple practice every single day because it's consistency that will change the energy. It's consistency mm -hmm. that will make you feel different. So if it's yeah. three minutes every day, every morning of just breathing mm -hmm. silently with no distractions, that or gratitude practice or asking for help or anything, just do something consistently because yeah. you, will, you will feel different. You will. Yeah. Um, when I, re I realized, cause I was doing my own gratitude practice. That's like first thing I do when I wake up in the morning and, um, we were getting in the car to head to school and it had not been a great morning. And I was like, okay, I have to change something here in this car because I can't let my kids get out of here and then be this, this yes. outside. Like I can't like leave them like this. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Everybody tell me three things you're grateful for. And I, it um, instantly changed the mood of the car and they felt it as well because mm -hmm. then they started asking for it every day. Oh, wow. And so now even my two-year-old is like, um, a great, grateful list mommy. And it's so cute. And they go through each, each one and they sometimes fight over who's going to. And I'm like, we're, yeah. we're missing the point of this. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I but get that. But here yeah. we are. <laughs> and that's, that's how we're changing. That's amazing because that's, 
when you really start to see that you're now making kindness and gratitude and joy normal language Mm -hmm. that is a practice for them that it is valued they see that this is valued this is valued more than fear and worry and anxiety and stress and other things that really don't bring any great feelings to us it's like this is what's valued so this is what i'm going to focus on now i'm going to think about three things i can tell mommy about that i'm grateful for so Mm -hmm. training the brain and training their eyes to see the world through that lens yeah it starts with us so by us knowing that it helps us we're going to do what helps us for our kids because we know that this makes me feel good and I want you to feel good because you're my kids. So I'm Mm -hmm. going to then do this. And it is those moments, as I said, it's those moments in the car going to Montessori that I get them to say, I am loving, I am kind. And it's two, it's 30 seconds. Yeah. But it's, it's not about, as I said, meditating for half an hour. Well, that's great. If you have the time in the morning Yeah. (laughs) where we really need the help is the moments Mm -hmm. that we're challenged. Yeah. That's when you pull on your tool belt. That's, mm-hmm. but if you know what your tool belt is, you have it there for those moments. Mm-hmm. You can't pick up a book and start researching when you're in the car with screaming kids. <laughs> you know, you, you've got to go, on, you, hold on, I'm going to Google this. Like there's got to be something. You have got to be doing it that you know, this helps me feel better. So then I trust it with my kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. That's everything. You're not going to give your kids something to do that you don't trust. So yeah. you've got to build the trust in it by you doing it first and seeing, I always feel better when I do this. So I trust this. And now I'm going to pass something on that I trust to my kids. So yeah. yes. Was that a long winded answer to your question? <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfect. Um, <laughs> and in this, we've kind of answered that uh, the next question, but there may be something else that can go into it. But so like when you are in a funk and um, I don't mean something horrific, but just something small and just meh, um, what do you do in those moments? Okay. So funk for me is when I'm feeling stressed, overwhelmed, anxious, worried. I think those are so common for moms, worried, worried about your kids, worried about something anxious, overwhelmed because you have so many things to do and your kids are screaming at you and you have 10 things to do. So those I feel are like the funks as, as a moms for sure. Um, I will either move energy. I think movement is key. Stick on a song, dance with your kids or dance yourself or move, go out for a walk, get out and move your body because mm-hmm. movement will shift energy very, very quickly. Um, yeah. Or I will do what we've talked about. Breathe, go into the toilet, breathe quietly for three minutes or list off 10 things quickly in my head that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. Those would be my go-tos. Or I, I do like to do tapping as well, EFT. Mm-hmm. Tapping, I might do a round of tapping really quickly or get my kids to do that. Um, but movement, I tend to get the coats on, go outside, boom. Yeah. Move the energy because energy moves. There are my kids now, you can hear So, um, So, you know, movement, uh, for sure, breathing, gratitude, or uh, tapping, because that moves energy as well as the body, but definitely moving your body or stick on a song and just dance in your, yeah. with your kids. It will shift the energy very, very quickly. I love that. That's amazing. Okay. So if someone's listened to this and they're like, I need more Georgina in my life, what are you offering right now that is going to blow their mind? <laughs> Okay. Well, this is, and again, this is all divinely timed. We really did not plan to have this conversation. 
But yesterday I launched, uh, which is something so dear. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. It just, again, wasn't the, t the time I wasn't ready to share is the Solstice Mama Masterclass. So it is a four week online journey with me uh, where I will be sharing with you two rituals a week that as some of the ones we shared here, but that ground and help me show up more consciously, more present and more lovingly to my children, my family. Um, you will get two rituals a week through workbooks, um, through Facebook lives. I'll do one a week through, um, pre-recorded videos. So you can do it all in your own time. Cause as a mom, that's the easiest thing. Mm -hmm. I just need to give me the information. I'll do it when I have the space. And so it's a 30 day journey with also the most important part, a private community on Facebook of soulful moms who want to parent and mother consciously together supporting each other where we'll have these real authentic, true conversations and build that community together. And I will be there as a support and a guide and answer your questions for those four weeks. Um, and I want to make it as accessible to everybody as I possibly can. So it's 44 euro because I'm in Ireland. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that converts to US dollars now. It's probably 60 something dollars. No, I, it's not that much um, oh. because I signed up. Um, okay. So I think it's maybe like $48. Oh, like, great. Okay. Even better. It's really not bad at all. Like, oh, great. Um, oh, that's even better. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure it's $48. I'll, okay. I'll include it in the show notes though, whatever I paid Correct. for it, because and that is helpful. <laughs> it's, it's helpful because I really, the intention was to make it as accessible to as many people as you possibly can, because yeah. we really need to come together now. And our children are the way this world is going to heal and mm -hmm. they need more presence, more consciousness, more love. They need to make everything we're talking about normal language so that they value mm -hmm. joy and love and presence in their own life. And we'll, oh, yeah. you know, it starts with us. So mm -hmm. we need to have these conversations and we need support because we need to learn this. This is new living, a new way of being. So yeah. we started November the 1st and I would love anyone that feels they just need the support and the help and the tools that you don't have to Google when you're in the car with mm -hmm. kids, that you have these <laughs> tools, you have the simple workbooks there, you can go through it your own time, you have the videos, you'll have access to that every, you know, whenever you need it. And um, I'd love to meet you and just be there and support you if I can and learn together. So that is ongoing. My podcast is there as well. And I share a lot of mom things on that as a free support and for anyone that needs it. And yeah, just georginadurkin.com is probably the easiest way. All the information's there and you'll have the information. And I'm so grateful for that. Yep. It's more people. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much. It's um, we've kind of alluded to, like we weren't planning on having this conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and just to like be fully transparent that I messaged Georgina 15 minutes before we hopped on here. I was like, Hey, I don't have a guest for Tuesday. Do you want to be on my podcast? And she was like, Oh my gosh, I have, I have 45 minutes. Let's do it. And like, there was no prep. There was no like planning for this at all. And it was just this conversation needed to happen. So, um, it's just so funny how it all worked out so perfectly. So meant to be. And that's what more of what we need to, I think that's the biggest message to come out of this is that trust, you know, trusting more and just knowing that we're taken care of and everything is working out that it's meant to be. And if we can just let go and know that it'll all happen and it's the same with our kids, they'll get to where they need to get. They'll, yes. they'll hit that stage when they're ready. It'll all work out. It's just yes. trusting that I think as a mom. So it's a perfect message as we trusted the time would work out and here it did. So And here it did. Amazingly. 
<laughs> so, well, thank you so much for your time, Georgina. Oh, I love thank you, you so, so much. I love you too. And I'm excited. And let's just get some moms together and start helping each other. It's all together. I love it. Love you. Love you. Hey, I hope you loved that episode. If you did, please rate, subscribe, and share with anyone you feel needed to hear that message. Also, please find me on social media at The Silver Lining Life because I would love to hear your favorite takeaways from today's episode. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Thanks for being here. Bye.